everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Social Dilemma. My name is Nessa and I will be your host for today. We are joined by Kenneth Mia and are super excited. We hope you can learn something new from um, their experience and don't forget to stick around until the end of the round for rapid fire questions to better know our guests. So thank you so much for being here today with us and are you ready to get on with the questions? All right. So to begin with, can you tell us a bit about your background and experience growing up as a Filipino American in the United States? And did you ever encounter um, a time where you faced racism or were discriminated against because of your ethnicity? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, growing up, people would call me, you know, names, like they would do the eyes, the, the squinty eyes, they would, they would say like ching chong, ching chong, or, uh, you know, they would say like, do you eat dog or some sort of, you know, animal or pet. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just had that growing up and uh, what, what was the second part of the question? Um, we just wanted to know that, like, can you give us a time where you like specific, specifically faced racism and how it affected you? Yeah, so all those examples I gave, I think, you know, that was as a kid uh, growing up and, you know, it, it affected me, first of all, like that was, that, that wasn't, that wasn't right. It was racist. It, 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 it was definitely confusing as, as, as a child and, and it hurt. Um, I think the thing that we had to do when we were younger is we had to, we had to suck it up and, um, and move past it. Right. And I think that was unfortunate. Um, you know, it made me stronger. Right. But I think that no one should, should have to deal with it. I think there's, um, there needs to be education that needs to happen. People need to, um, teach their, their kids about being tolerant and, and not doing that. Um, but yeah, those are those are times and examples. Yeah. Mostly when I was a kid. Yeah, you learn to like build this thick skin with all the like things that you face growing up. I all I also was like faced with a lot of discriminations and like that like thick skin that you build, it kind of like no one can hurt me now, or I don't know, it's not really a flex, but it's just something that I experience. So moving on to current events, recently we've been seeing a lot of um, hate crimes towards Asian Americans and we just wanted to know your view on the topic and how it makes you feel as a political candidate. Um, you know, as, as a political candidate, I think, I think, you know, the, I think it makes, it makes it it makes it like harder, uh, definitely, uh, especially during this time. Um, I want to be, I want people to also um, realize that that what we're experiencing as like Asian Americans are is something that is just embedded in like history, right, of of, of the United States. Um, all the way from the U.S.'s involvement in 
in other countries and, and just how how that history of the U.S. like dominating in, in, in Asian countries and whatnot and, uh, and, and what happens here too, like it uh, with, with, with all the anti-Chinese sentiment and, and everything that's that recently happened, I think everything combines together and it, it shows history just, um, it's always been there, it's embedded in here. And I think as, as, as a candidate, you know, you want to, you want to uplift um, your heritage, your community, you want to be strong for them. But at the same time, you also want to um, educate people and remind them that this is nothing new. Um, and as a campaign, you have that platform, you have a large platform as a political campaign um, to educate people and bring the truth out. And so uh, I think I think for us, we, we made a, a deep, post about what happened in like Atlanta and, 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 and just, you know, ways that we could help each other and be there for API community. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So moving on from there, the term Asian or like people from Asia, though as many mm -hmm. people see it as just, you know, like, Eastern Asia, like Japan, China, Taiwan, I think it still includes the other ethnicities and cultures, such as like um, Indians and Pakistani and so on. So do you think that if all these identities came together to form a coalition to fight for the right can bring a bigger impact than just like specific Asian groups um, like protesting or fighting against? Yeah, definitely. And, and I think too, when it comes to anti-Asian um, rhetoric or violence, I think even within the Asian community, like you said, a lot of the mainstream tend to think about certain countries like uh, that make up the Asian experience. They forget about the Southeastern Asian countries or even the Southern Asian countries or our, our Middle Eastern uh, sisters and brothers as well. So I think definitely it needs to be looked upon uh, everyone as well because not every asian experience is the same um and i think that that needs to be uh brought full front and you know here in la there are many orgs too who are who are doing the work and educating people here locally about anti-asian violence it's not just a racist saying mean words or racist words to somebody or, or or beating someone up or killing somebody it's also systemic it's also ice in our neighborhoods who who deport um people it's also gentrification and 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 our our elected officials allowing developers and and to, to push out you know elderly um asian uh, americans at out of their homes because they're they're bringing in ways for for new economic development right um that's happening throughout all of la a lot of our elders are getting kicked out and it, and, it, and it's even by some of our own people and i think i think this is a good time to educate people about what anti-asian uh, violence is it's not just what you see um what you see like obviously right it's it's everything behind it. it's the systems in place that that create these conditions to bring upon violence against you know evicting an 80 year old um you know asian woman or or something or or deporting um 
an Asian family because they, you know, they don't have anything and, and uh, you know, they had a raid on them. So uh, definitely, I think this is a good opportunity to bring Asians together and really go after uh, a system or at least try to uh, make it work for us better. Yeah, so going off that and just bringing in the media and education, according to a study in 2019 in the UK, or 90% of characters featured in children's books were Black, Asian, or of other ethnic um, minorities, compared to the 38% which were animals or in a, um, inanimate objects. Considering how children's books are made for kids whose brains are still developing, how does poor representation in the media impact the dehumanization of POC? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think, especially as a child or growing up, you watch a lot of TV, you watch a lot of YouTube or whatever. And it's, it's, it's hard when you don't see um, people uh, like yourself, right? Um, so I could definitely see how, how that has an impact on confidence, on, on how you feel about yourself, or, or even how other people see you because they don't, they don't see you on, on, the, on the popular shows or they don't hear you or whatnot. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it, as a kid, it was always like up to your, like, um, you never thought about that. I know at least in, in my days, like in the 90s, you know, I didn't think about it that much, but we're growing up definitely. Um, I think representation is, is important and I hope it's, it's good representation and it's not just, you know, trying to live this like Hollywood lifestyle. It's also about helping people and, and changing systems to work for you. Um, you know, to bring that equity and to, to our community and, and really help us. So, yeah, I think, I think representation is definitely important. Yeah, I agree with that. And then lastly, is there anything else you would like to share with our audience or any last message before we move on? Uh, no. All right. So here on the um, podcast, on every episode, um, we play this little round of rapid fire questions so that our audience has a chance to get to know you better. So this only takes like about a minute or so. Are you ready to get on? Sure, yeah. Okay. So first question, if you had three wishes, what would it be? What would they be? Three wishes. Could it be, per is it personal wishes or like what I wish upon like the world or something? Like, is it, what do, what you wish, I guess in general. Okay, well, I wish that everyone had a home. Um, I wish that, I wish that uh, everyone, uh, what else could I wish for? There's a lot, there's a lot I could wish for. Um, yeah, so I said a wish. My first wish is a roof over everyone's head. My second wish would be that dogs could talk. I think that'd be cool. Dogs could talk. Um, <laughs> um, my third wish would be uh, that um, everyone has a wish for peace. 
yeah peace in the world too all right so who is your biggest inspiration or or and my my biggest inspiration is i'd say my mom definitely i think she's one of the biggest reasons why i'm running and and fighting for a lot of people Oh, that's really cool. So if you could be, if you could only be in one place for the rest of your life, where would you be? I could only be in one place for the rest of my life. Is, it, is this like a city or like a location or like a specific? Home? I guess like, yeah, like a city or like a state or a country. Um, I like, I like maybe like the Philippines, maybe just visit more stuff that's nice um so it's been super interesting to have you here i'm so happy you got it you got to share your thoughts on the social dilemma and for our listeners if you're interested in guest starring let us know you can contact us through our instagram at the social dilemma and be sure to stay tuned for next week for a new episode in a fresh perspective we will link our guests info down in the descriptions make sure you guys check them out and thank you for being here today with us i really appreciate you taking your time of course thank you so much okay bye okay. take care